0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. I am Carrie. I'm Dean. How you doing, Dean? Pretty good. Is this going to be number two? Part Part two. two?
1: Part two of cattle mutilations.
0: Cattle mutilations.
1: Mutilations. I tend to run that word together. (laughs) In part one, would you like a recap? I'm sure our listeners would. Yeah. I would if I was listening. That's maybe why. they just listened to it. And- I like Greek. Maybe if if so, just just a couple minutes. But just a, a quick recap of part one. Again, we're talking about cattle mutilations. Focus a little bit on the cattle mutilations throughout the Western U.S. in the 1970s. Started in Nebraska and South Dakota, as we recall. But I did recall. It spread all throughout the Western U.S., 11 states total by the end of the 1970s and and, uh, I guess two or three of the prairie provinces of Canada as well, and now it's happening again. There's been recent reports in Texas, I think New Mexico and Colorado, and uh, for sure Texas has been several reports of mutilated cattle showing the exact same kinds of mutilations that happened in the 1970s into the early 1980s before, and these include things, as you recall, like their ma- mouth was completely defleshed along, you know, the jawline. You can see their teeth and their jaw, the bone. Their genitalia is missing. Their anuses are cored out. They have cuts along their body, and all these cuts always seem to be with some kind of a surgical precision, we're not sure. natural. Yeah, they were often drained of blood. They appeared to not have any blood, and. There were no signs of or tracks or any any kind of sign of a struggle as if they were attacked by an animal or something like that or even if there were no signs of anything having scavenged them mm-hmm. no you know again no tracks and things like that as if they were dropped from the sky from you can imagine. Yes. Governments including the federal government and several state agencies investigated these instances throughout the 1970s all came to the same conclusion that the causes of these deaths of these cows were entirely natural, right? And they had an explanation for that early on in the first case, Nebraska and South Dakota case. People bought it and went away, but then as as the seventies rolled on and more cases started happening elsewhere, people were more suspicious, didn't believe it. The in fact, that one of the state agencies in New Mexico flat out, clearly implied that something was amiss there, something very non natural was happening. Even after the FBI report that focused on the New Mexico cases came out and said, no, it was nothing to see here kind of a thing. We started out with theories. What was going on here? The couple we tackled were first animals, some kind of unknown animal. You recall there was something called the thing, some seemingly large unknown beast in the Nebraska case that was locally dubbed the thing yeah more recently and and people in these cases in Texas particularly people have said well wait maybe this is a chupacabra a
0: okay. chupacabra
1: it's a goat sucker <laughs> again of Puerto Rico but now at least throughout the entire Western hemisphere if not further afield, was causing these mutilations. Yeah, and which doesn't exist. No, but might. I choose to believe it might. Okay. It's so adorable. I wanna, you know, I should get a copper tattoo. Why have I not thought oh. about that yet? No, I'm going to do it. And the other theory that we tackle that was a very popular theory, especially in the mid-1970s, was cults, specifically satanic cults. There's some group or groups, even potentially, of these roaming satanic cults that were getting blood and animal parts to conduct their satanic rituals with robes and Silly. candles and virgins and things like that. Yes. No proof. The government did investigate that specifically and found not any connection whatsoever to any kind of a cult or organized group like that. But they remain really the couple of theories. Have become dominant and even more dominant in the 1970s we 're going to tackle now, and the first one let 's just get right to it let 's get to the obvious one, which is of course <laughs> aliens. aliens yes. absolutely this association came pretty early and came often remember snippy the horse in the late 1960s I do that remember was snippy. kind of a precursor to all of this at the time snippy again was the body that was a horse the body though was apparently mutilated, found out in whatever the you know, prairie, I don't know where, (laughs) and, um, forget, and there was no seeming signs of anything around it. And people even then thought it's like almost UFOs just dropped it from the sky after doing their bad things to it. Mm -hmm. And during the Nebraska event, Nebraska and then South Dakota event, there were early on supposed sightings of UFOs. And the conjunction of those with these seemingly weird mutilations and also with that creature that was supposedly seen all kind of lent an air of unnatural, of supernatural answers to this early on. And and the the UFO sighting was an early dominant, I guess, non-natural explanation for the mutilations from the beginning. And it's only gotten more so as time has gone on. These days, I think it's probably the, the dominant one. So that association kind of stuck. And it did seem kind of like a thing, something aliens would do. Don't you think? Well, I mean, they've been abducting I, uh, people, abducting people for decades now. And often sometimes experimenting on them. Let's go back to Betty and Bonnie Hill where they mm-hmm. hurt her navel. They put something in her navel and she told them it hurt and they didn't seem to care. And she was really sad about that. <laughs> okay. We still haven't done that case. We, we, we'll have to do that. It's the, one of the most famous UFO cases ever. And, also, they have spaceships, so they could, they could drop these animals back on Earth without sh- leaving any trace of their presence. Mm-hmm. They have surgical instruments, presumably. Apparently. That would lend credence to the surgical precision of these cuts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just kind of inexplicable. You know, why would any person do this? Well, aliens, we don't know what they're up to, so we think maybe they could do this kind of a thing for sure. I guess the last thing is the lack of blood right does that yeah. seem like an alien thing they do maybe they're taking samples maybe let's go with that so oh i also those uh, strange chemical results in that tox screening afterwards there were some mineral imbalances and things like that so maybe the some people thought like hey maybe they're i don't know stun gun Interacted with the phasers, interacted with the cows, and messed up their metabolism in some way or something like that.
0: I would need to consult with some experts.
1: Uh, Okay. Are there experts in that?
0: No, on those toxicology results and all that kind of stuff.
1: But other people thought, it was almost like the process of elimination. No people could leave these big cows, do do their dirty work to these cows, and leave no trace of them behind. But aliens could. That was kind of the idea.
0: Okay, however, in the 70s, experts did, right, examine the bodies and determined natural causes.
1: They did. But, but I'm saving
0: You're that. keeping that a secret from me. I
1: am, purposely. Okay. Well, because I want to explore the sure. other possibilities before we oh, get okay. to that. That's why. Okay. And, uh, and not bias the audience. Let's So we explored animals, we explore satanic cults. Not bias
0: the audience with the truth or facts. Okay.
1: No, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's let's let's assess that. I mean, could could you see aliens doing something like that? What do you think? Me, yeah, no, why not? I I, I feel like it's their jam, just like I see satanic cults wanting the blood. See, so satanic cults, I feel like though, would leave some kind of trace of them behind. You'd have lots of footprints and stuff like that, sandals, presumably, of course. robes. You see the robes trailing in the dirt. Yes. Or something like
0: Here's that. my thing I don't believe satanic cults truly exist. Oh, damn it. Here's the other thing. I don't, I I believe in life on other planets and stuff, but I don't believe they're coming here to yet mutilate, to do anything and leave them behind. And I think if they could come here and they were coming here, they're not going to do what people think they're doing. Hmm.
1: But they did lasso that cow back in 1897 in Texas, as you recall, mm, at the top of the. Yeah, part I don't you.
0: believe that that hmm. really happened the okay. way those people said it happened.
1: Well, a lot of people did, and a lot of people do as as you call I agree. I mean Linda Moulton Howe. Remember she has Yes. Go so go watch Strange Harvest and see if you disagree. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: I mean, I understand that a lot of people do believe in it, but I'm I'm not much of a believer.
1: Okay. So you don't buy UFOs. Some people still do. Many people still yeah. do. You don't think they'd come here traveling over unimaginable differences, mm-hmm. folding time and space or some something like that. In order to mess with our cows and correct. leave them behind, okay, correct, okay, and but but take their their butts and balls. Exactly. You don't think they'd do that? Okay. No, I all right. don't. All right. Some people think they're really in butts <laughs> and balls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and they, they've got plenty of human ones. Let's take some cow ones.
0: Yes. That's lot, the other thing. A lot. If they've been ones. doing this for decades, why do they need to keep coming and getting yeah, more?
1: It does seem like they've overdone it a little yes. bit. Maybe it's just, a, you know, it's probably, it's like a bureaucracy thing. They've got the budget. They want to maintain that budget. <laughs> they've got their catamulation budget. And if they don't mutilate a lot of cows every year, they're going to lose the budget. You got to spend the budget to get the next year's that's budget. That's true. We know yeah. that. It's just classic bureaucratic politics. That's would be, I think, what's happening here.
0: Yeah. It's alien You're beard. just being silly. No, Carrie. It's
1: like <laughs> an alien red tape. So <laughs> okay. it's the government, Carrie, is the government. Speaking of the government, we move on to our next.
0: Yeah, I want to hear this one.
1: Government agents. This is also, and this also early on was a major, major, major. Um, Supposition. In fact, it really it displaced the UFO thing in the Nebraska, South Dakota, pretty quickly, and became the primary suspicion of a lot of these ranchers. They started seeing black helicopters, or at least unmarked helicopters, in the sky. Remember, you recall that they uh, formed kind of vigil- vigilante groups in this time, and even some local sheriffs urged them to do so. But again, the local sheriffs, in in defense of them, they didn't know what the hell was going on, and and they they thought there might be something out there. Uh, that was was doing this, and something human that was doing this. So these black helicopters buzzing the skies and distrust of the federal government in particular led very quickly to people thinking it was something along, along those lines. Ranchers themselves often associated government agents with the mutilations and thought they were doing something like maybe they're testing bioweapons or chemical weapons or something like that on our cattle, are um you know something nefarious they're doing it to us uh, a little while later i'll get into sort of the politics of this there's kind of a political background to a lot of these suspicions we'll get into that a,
0: okay. a little bit later
1: so again they formed vigilante groups and in fact they were so dangerous they're out there running around with guns shooting at the sky i bet yeah the nebraska national guard told their helicopter pilots to fly at 2,000 feet instead of the usual 1,000 feet because they're afraid they're gonna get shot at by some trigger-happy yeah. paranoid ranchers and ranch workers.
0: Yeah,
1: One farmer shot at a helicopter that turned out worked for the power company just out inspecting da- temporarily downed power lines, You know, doing his job. Yeah. They took a shot at him, didn't kill him, luckily. The Bureau of Land Management, that's a federal agency in the US, they actually just stopped doing their aerial surveys in the state of Colorado during a rash of mutilations in that state, again, for fear that some vigilante was out there going to shoot them thinking they were, you know, messing with their cows.
0: Did they prosecute any of these people?
1: Not, it doesn't appear they did.
0: Jeez. Yeah, they really should have. Yes.
1: So what fed this kind of specific fear that? oh, is the government doing this to us? So uh, research into the Nebraska-South Dakota event that really kind of started this whole thing indicates that the ranchers were already primed to believe the worst and even the weirdest, and they were already ready to to direct that toward the government. It, It was almost like a perfect storm of badness for ranching at this time. Feed costs were skyrocketing. Beef prices were high, but the federal government under Republican President Nixon was instituting price controls to battle inflation. Everybody forgets that. Yeah. In, in the past, we have at times used price controls to battle inflation. Nowadays, we would—it's absolutely beyond the political pale yeah. to do so. It makes all the sense in the world to be judicious for price controls, and it's always oh, only going to make things worse. No, it's not. Yeah, you do they're, they're temporary. They're specific, and they were being used, and they were semi-successful in the early 1970s. And one of those was on on beef. So the price of beef is very high, but they the, the government started pressure to lower that while their feed costs kept going up. Mm. And so the ranchers felt really squeezed and there's also a lot of new environmental regulations. This is the early and mid 70s, environmental concerns are starting to take root in the political process and actually have some power. And the ranchers felt like, okay, you're threatening us with these new environmental restrictions and you're gonna make us change our practices, maybe restrict our grazing land. Uh, You have to recall, the, I don't know the actual number, but a gigantic portion of American cattle feeds on public lands right. for pe- for pennies on the dollar of what mm-hmm. they are or, uh, what they would cost if they had to buy that feed yeah. or supply it themselves. So ranchers felt under attack at this time, and this was particularly true for small ranchers. Mm-hmm. The, there are you know don't think of these big industrial. where well, you see lots of cows and they're there and, and they're ready to be you know put into the slaughterhouse very easily and fed by and by you bring in alfalfa and hay and things like that now the, again these are small ranchers who let their cattle graze more or less freely along their land or public land nearby right. and that was true in Nebraska South Dakota it was very much true later on in New Mexico where there was a the, the vast majority of these ranches that were being impacted and we were reporting these cattle mutilations were Small ranches. In fact, even during the Nebraska-South Dakota event, initially, the large industrial gro- uh, ranchers yeah. did not report cattle mutilations and believed it was all a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. So, but these small ranchers, because of what was going on, became virulently anti-government, and that's still true to this day. The, the, mm. the American West. It really, it's always been kind of like leave us alone, but it became very specifically anti-federal government in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And this was during that period. So there's kind of a coincidence of timing here.
0: But make sure we get plenty of cheaper free water and...
1: And, and public grazing mm-hmm. lands. Now, there, there, there's a direct correlation between anti-government sentiment in the U.S. and government largesse yep. that supports them. So the West here, a lot of these – and these ranches specifically are like, leave us alone, let us graze for free, and don't try to restrict us. So they became very, very, very conservative and Mm anti-government. One agricultural historian named Michael Goleman, he felt that through – he studied this in depth, and he felt that they essentially – were using, they're attacking the government and blaming the government through their dead cattle. Suddenly they latched on these cattle mutilations as a way to effectively attack and fight back at the government. Okay. It, it, it sense to use them as a political proxy. Effectively.
0: Right. Doesn't seem very sensible. No, but it's logical. It's done all the time.
1: It's, I mean, it, it, you can think about a, a thousand examples. Yeah. Though it's worse today, this bias was able at the time to withstand the facts. Now, facts just don't seem to matter at all. Right. But even back then, when facts seemingly did matter in the mm-hmm. in the body politic, you still had a lot of, um, I'm going to ignore the facts and go with my gut kind of a thing. So in Colorado, for example, the State Bureau of Investigation, like all the other official investigative agencies, came to the determination that nothing non-human was happening here mm-hmm. or nothing non-natural was happening here. When they released that report, a bunch of the Colorado ranchers just flat out said, "Oh, it's a cover up. It's just you know you're covering up in this case for the federal government out doing terrible things to our cow." Yeah. So there, nowadays, of course, they're, you know it'd be a, a non-starter. They would be condemning the report before it was even published. In fairness to these ranchers, though, there was a little bit of a basis for this concern and this suspicion. In March of 1968, so not long before this 1974 incident that started in Nebraska, the United States Army tested chemical and biological weapons at a place called the Dugway Proving Grounds in Utah. That's in the American West. That's 6,000 sheep were killed during this activity in the area. From what I understand, it it was an accident. They screwed up. They let something loose. I I didn't go too much into it. I'm sure there's, there's good research on it, but- they did use chemical weapons, and, and it did kill thousands of sheep the, for sheep ranchers in Utah at the time, and the Army covered it up and only admitted its involvement decades later when the Salt Lake Tribune newspaper uncovered a document that had been recently declassified that spoke about this incident and, and detailed that incident. Now, the ranchers in the 1970s didn't know about the Dugway incident but there had to be rumors. I mean, 6,000 sheep died right. near this yeah. facility. So there were probably already a, a pretty strong belief that the government had something to do with that even back in the late 1960s. So there was this, you know, and of course nowadays we know about MKUltra and the, the CIA was, was dosing Americans and with uh, and, and foreigners with
0: Yeah. Uh, It's LSD.
1: So, I mean, but anyway, the Dugway incident indicates there was somewhat of a basis to be somewhat suspicious of the U.S. government and its honesty. But again, that was an accident. It happened once. If this was the government, this would be unbelievably prolific, going on for years and years and years, involving thousands and thousands of cows. And you would think you'd find, and it's been a half of a century now of this happening. There's never been any uncovered document. It, yeah, There's never been an, an iota of evidence linking any government agency of any way whatsoever yeah. to any of these supposed cattle mutilations. None. And, and, and think about the volume here. Let's take the 75 to 100 reported instances in the Nebraska-South Dakota event that lasted about two and a half months. It ended, by the way, on Halloween, roughly.
0: Right.
1: That's about one... To 1.3 events per day, per day. So these government agents are out there in the black helicopters doing this every single night, sometimes twice a night. Yeah. Think about that. It, this was a large area and it is sparsely populated for sure, but especially during the latter part of this incident, the local law enforcement was on high alert and there are tons of these vigilantes. Well, that's not the fact, but there are these these patrols of ranchers and their ranch workers out there every night along their land looking for anything suspicious happening and there's nothing. Right. Like I said, there's. it basically was based on, oh, I saw this helicopter out there, an unmarked helicopter. Like, like yeah. you know, you can see at night a helicopter yeah. says, Colorado Department of Land Survey or whatever, the, you know, yeah. that's sort of just sort of silly. But anyway... The prolificness of this would have been just astronomical. And yet not a single person, let alone anyone with any kind of government connection, was ever seen, literally seen, doing anything nefarious or, or even questioned or suspected. So no one saw some guys getting their pickup or, you know, people uh, um, dropping off a cow from their black helicopters yeah. or, or anything like that or running away from the scene of a crime, yeah. whatever. Nothing. Zip.
0: But also, somebody involved in it would have blabbed. I mean, people uh, just. No question whatsoever.
1: I mean, no question. Dozens, if not hundreds, of people would have had to be, probably hundreds of people would have had to be involved in this over the years. And by the way, still, again, it's now gone on for 50 plus years. Yeah. No one has ever said anything about it. No document has yeah. ever been uncovered, nothing has ever been declassified, yeah. and they're still doing it to what end, we don't know.
0: And, yeah, exactly. And nobody can come up with a plausible explanation of what or why they would be doing this. No.
1: You, yeah. Motivations. I yeah. Mean, we'll, we'll talk in a minute about the motivation of, of, of what some people think they're doing. I've kind of hinted already in, in terms of they're doing bioweapons or something like that on our cows, but mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Yeah. The they do pigs. Pigs are more like people. That's true. And taste more like people, too, I understand. Uh, don't. That the, the, the long human. Oh, wait. No, a human is the long pig? Something yeah. like that. Anyway, the argument about the prolificness, though, would also apply to things like cultists or psychos out there roaming around, something like that. Honestly, it even applies to aliens, unless you believe that we have this armada of spacecraft <laughs> sur- you know, surrounding the Earth, ready to, to, to jump down at any given night and uh they're really always, a cow.
0: They're always there. They're just cloaked.
1: They're is cloaked. That- and they are hungry for soft cow parts, <laughs> apparently. <That's> stupid. <laughs> they like hot dogs. I don't know. And those secretive ETs would have to be absolutely stupid scientists to do something that's so obvious that the human population is going to for sure notice mm-hmm. and leave so many traces of the activities that, you know, you say, oh, well, there's no signs of footstep, whatever. So they they stealthily drop them, but... They're dropping them. Yeah. Just zap them out of existence. If you kidnap that cow to do terrible things to it, you know, put it yeah. back. Obviously. You'd have to be um, amazingly you'd have to be a real yeah. dumb uh alien capable of interstellar travel to do
0: that. But also nice of them because they're keeping track and dropping them off where they took them from. Oh
1: yeah, that's true. That's so, you know what? That is nice of them. They're
0: not me. they're not mixing them up, apparently.
1: Just like they did Betsy back in Texas in eighteen ninety seven. They dropped her on the neighbor's ranch, but they didn't know.
0: Yeah. They were, they, they were close, that, and nearby. that was yeah. early on.
1: But back to the government agent's idea. One conspiracy theorist would later assert that the government was conducting covert research into cattle diseases. So they have come up with, the, people, the proponents of this argument have come up with some reason for the government to do this. Question? Yes.
0: Uh, researching cattle diseases is uh-huh. a worthwhile and productive endeavor. Why on earth would they have to do it covertly? <sighs>
1: I don't have an answer. Okay. I can think of one. I can't, though. Fuck with people. <laughs> Fuck with people. Mess with them. And also, you might ask, does that kind of research mean just removing the lips, asses, and dicks?
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: apparently it does. Yeah. And this government agency that's worried about diseases
0: mm-hmm.
1: and presumably at least hope somewhat worried about humans, leaves the diseased animals. Back where they are certain to come into contact with humans rather than just doing it in a safe, secure laboratory.
0: But but if all the animals that they took, A, how do they know which ones have this disease?
1: Well, I, I think the idea was that they're given them diseases and, oh, and, and maybe in seeing what diseases do or oh, something gotcha, like gotcha. that. I think that's the idea. And apparently, these diseases well, it again would take
0: more time,
1: cause so these diseases cause. Really bad things to happen to the mouth, butts, and dicks,
0: and does it very quickly.
1: Very quickly, and also leaves behind surgical cuts over, yes. over the body. Remember, again, I want to be, be clear: the surgery they not just said, "Oh, th- that butt has been carved out surgically," or those lips have been, uh, uh, you know, cut off surgically. There were also were sometimes were cuts just on the body, but yeah. those cuts seemed very straight, very precise. So, there's what slicing them up with Ginsu knives? I don't know. Oh, they might and be extracting while something, maybe, maybe so, yeah. maybe so.
0: Another like laparoscopic surgery, uh, early you know what, laparoscopic the, surgery.
1: Yeah, maybe they. That's how they invented. Maybe and that's what they were doing. You got to do that by because, yeah, by by I guess lassoing them from the air from a Chinook helicopter, uh-huh. pulling them up, doing it in the helicopter, dropping them back down nearby. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Another researcher. I'm using that in the loosest sense. This is like a you know paranormal researcher. He claimed that the mutil – I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say any of their names because I don't want to, A, embarrass them, B, they don't deserve it. He claimed that the mutilations were the government's effort to spread mad cow disease specifically. And so now you at least you have a reason for them to drop them back from these helicopters onto yes. land so they would spread mal-cow disease. And it
0: makes sense cuz we had that big malcat mad cow outbreak in the United States. Uh, They're apparently unsuccessful. And, yeah. In the 1970s. Okay.
1: And I'm not sure how removing blood and soft body no. parts would spread Does mal- disease. It wouldn't. No. And how single dead cows found out in the middle of nowhere that may or, by the way, may or may not be found and certainly wouldn't found for days or weeks, how that would help spread mal-cow disease is not yeah. also clear. This person is not a smart person, yeah. obviously. I, I, I'm sure this assertion was made in terms of time when mal-cow disease was in. The, it was yeah. like, oh, mal-cow disease is a big thing right now. Um, oh, hey, I've, been, I've always been a big fan of these academy mutilations, and I pr- I've proposed lots of UFO connections, or government agency connections. Boom, yeah. I'm gonna put my two little things together here, jump on the Mad Cow bandwagon mm-hmm.
0: here. Because what, this was in the eighties? I don't or? know. When
1: this when this person made this decision, I I don't I, yeah. I, I forget, but okay. uh, like I said I, I might it was no, it was more recent than that. Oh, okay. So I think it was proposed during well, the MedCow scare. Yeah. When was that? About twenty years ago?
0: I thought, it, I thought it was in the eighties. No, oh, the Matt Oh, it the 90s? Oh, it's much later than that.
1: At least the 90s. 90s. If not the 2000s. Well, it is coming back. Yeah, I know. But, but when it became a big thing was not s- super long ago. Oh. It was not way, way after the 80s, I'm sure of it. Hmm. Let's check that out. But even, I think, even into the 2000s, I believe, or late 90s to the 2000s. So the government uh, naturally wants to devastate this critical domestic industry, right? Beef. Yeah. Inc- very profitable. We export beef throughout the entire world. So sure let's cause mad cow disease in this weird weird mm-hmm. method to to do what to what end to anytime you have them the assertion that the government's doing these terrible nefarious things for no reason you not just question it toss it out wherever you yeah. find no rational motivation you will almost always find a lie mm-hmm. and that's here clearly that's a lie or just a complete you know nonsensical st- assertion why? Like, let's take MK Alter. Yes, they the government did terrible things. They did it in secret. They lied about it, and they were only uncovered by investigations, not by not by admitting the truth. Yeah. But they clearly had a motivation. They were trying to use these chemicals like LSD to learn how to to potentially control minds and and be able to manipulate uh, foreign agents. As well as, as domestic agents to do their bidding, there was a, there was a rational, quote unquote, yeah. motivation for doing that. There's it makes no sense that they were going to want to. The government would be spreading out cow disease or no. experimenting on cows in terms of whatever bioweapons and things like that uh, in in any way remotely like this. Right, any of those things could be done much better, much yeah. more efficient efficiently. If you just go out and buy some cows, yeah. <laughs> do your <laughs> experimentation under <laughs> controlled environment. Yes. And find out what you want to find out. It, it's ridiculous. And you don't have to remove their balls all the time. For God's sake, leave them <laughs> they're the boys. So, again, you would have to believe for this government agent thing that there's just this super secret government unit. They're flying around back black helicopters. They're doing something that defies any kind of rational motivation. And they're doing a lot of it. Again, they, they would have to be last selling these cows, bringing them up, doing the things, and dropping them down. It's just it's yeah, beyond stupid. dumb. So, No. This government agent conspiracy is not advanced. In my humble opinion, I'm going to soapbox here for one second by anybody trying to find a truthful answer. If if you're reading about this or watching YouTube and someone says, oh, the government's doing cow disease, they are lying to you. They know they're lying to you. They almost really don't believe that themselves. There's zero logic behind. There's zero evidence behind what they're saying. Please stop believing them. Please unclick and unlike that YouTube video you're being tricked, you're being taken advantage of. And they're making money off you, mm-hmm. so you know, stop feeding. Don't feed the trolls. I have one last nail in the coffin of the government agency supposition, or really for the for kind of the whole idea of these catamulations being something una- uh, not just unnatural but new and different. Okay. Again, that historian Michael Goldman. He's an agriculture historian. He's, he's he's a smart guy. He's collected data. For decades, going back in data, yeah, and his data show that cattle die on ranches all the time, yeah, all the time, every year, every day, every week. Mm-hmm. So, and all this, the vast ranches throughout the U.S., cattle are dying. They're just dying from natural causes all the time. Yeah, they, I mean, remember these things are being pumped full of lots of chemicals and things like that, and, and antibiotics and stuff like that, and and they're under stressful situations, or there's there's disease and things like that. More importantly. His data showed that there was no increase in cattle deaths when comparing data from before the mutilations started being reported and began in earnest and afterward. It, yeah. the, the number of cattle dying, the actual number of cattle dying was roughly the same before, during, and after these cattle mutilation events of the 1970s in, in mm-hmm. these places that he studied. So in other words, the same thing that happened every year, every day on ranches, you found a dead cow that was part of your herd when you are out patrolling your grazing area,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was now given this new cause. And th- this new cause became kind of tied up with the politics and became kind of a cause yeah. celeb. And so you started seeing uh, you, what would have been normal to you last month is now something strange and well, nefarious. Well,
0: here's what I th- – this is my question. I know you're mm-hmm. not going to have an answer to it, but – you know, say Farmer Brown mm-hmm. is one of the people who had a reported a mutilated cattle. Uh-huh. Maybe the week or month before, he also had some cattle die. And maybe the week or month later, he had some cattle die. But f- for some reason, did the one that he reported look different to him? You know what I mean? It, um, it, it might have. Our individual farmers, at least being honest about it,
1: We'll get because, into that a little bit. Because
0: if you're a rancher, I mean, I know I call him farmer, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If you're a rancher, if you're a cattle rancher, you've had cattle die before. Yeah. For reasons mm. you don't know exactly why. Yeah.
1: I, I think it probably has a lot to do with how long they're out there when they were found. Yes. Again, when we get into the what really happened yeah, section of it, which is next, it'll it'll okay. make a lot more sense. So
0: I think it's what I said.
1: What did you say?
0: Do you want me to say it now?
1: Mm, I don't know. Okay. We can wait. Okay. So with apologies to Monk, here's what happened. (laughs) So let's start with the start. Nebraska, in August of 1974, people, again, especially ranchers, were very primed to believe that bad things were happening to them, that they were under uh, some kind of attack. Some rancher, who knows who started it. It would have been in in mid-August, didn't like the look of that dead steer that he found, and he told someone about it. He said, oh, my God, the balls were gone. The, the, the butt was cut out, and its, its mouth was messed up. It was mutilated. My, I found my cow mutilated. Did someone? Someone's messing with me. Someone attacked my cow and, mutil- and killed it and mutilated it. Mm-hmm. And then there was that thing scene, that seeming monster. Then there was these UFO sightings. And then other ranchers started saying, oh, my God, yeah. I just found one and it it looked similar. It had these cuts in it. It had these these seemingly precise cuts. They started telling law enforcement. Law enforcement came out and said, huh, yeah, I didn't, I I mean, God, those cuts look super precise. Uh, Obviously a coyote or some kind of scavenger couldn't do anything like that. That's crazy. Something's going on here. And it, now you combine this with this festering of anger and this distrust of the government, mm-hmm. and these supposed black helicopters scene, and you, and you and very easily it's like lighting a spark, and and yeah. quickly they started blaming. Again, in this case, the UFO thing is actually much more popular now, popular now than it was then. At, in, during this event and during most oh, of the events in the seventies, okay. it's much more likely for people to believe it was government agents. They say, oh, "I don't <laughs> believe that." You know, the, the media would talk UFOs, but most of the actual ranchers talk government agents. Yeah, the government's screwing us. Oh, okay. So, and then what happened in Nebraska and Kansas was I think we 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 talked about it is the media really did a bad, a, a ridiculous job. They reported it very credulously, like something really unnatural was happening, right. and and local experts did, for the most part, kind of kept their mouths shut. And then word of mouth started spreading and just fed and festered and and exploded, and. So early on, there is this sense of something not natural is here, and now every time another dead cow is found with anything wrong with this body, it was something unnatural again. It had been mutilated. Right. The lack of any kind of traces of footprints or, or spore or anything like that, and the loss of blood, uh, and, and the so seemingly super precise cuts gave credence to this idea that it's something weird, like aliens or government agents, and uh, or, or this psychotic on the prowl or something like that. And so again, now that's now something that had been totally normal was very not normal. And in all likelihood, you ask, were these same seeming mutilations seen in the past? For sure, they must have been. And again, but but now suddenly they're given a cause that is unnatural. So, what were the natural things that happened to cattle left dead on the prairie? as i've mentioned a couple times there was never any disagreement from any professional investigator government agency academic expert etc that what caused these mutilations was anything other than natural and going all the way back to nebraska and every instance thereafter the first answer that the both the states of nebraska and south dakota came up with and officially and at that time quelled the fear right. was the best answer always was still is and the answer is basically animals all the dead cattle died from whatever natural death anything who knows some kind of disease old age yeah whatever this you know a bowel obstruction mm-hmm. whatever Cat- again cattle and these things die every day your some of your herd dies every year there's right. a mortality rate to your herd no rancher would deny that what looked like mutilations and what became termed mutilations were never mutilations, right. At all, all came from natural predatory and scavenging activity, and by a variety of creatures, both fairly large but mostly very tiny.
0: Yeah. So you mean like bugs, insects? Absolutely. That eat dead. Yeah. So did these look different to them somehow?
1: I I, I don't I, I like I say. Um, my remember I mentioned the timing. I think you usually find a cow that hasn't happened yet. If you find it with an hours of death, that's not right. happened yet. but but when you, if you find it with two or days later or three days later, those kinds of things have happened. Yeah. There's been decomposition. There's been scavenging. There's been blowflies and things like that. For sure, it's happened. But all of a sudden, for whatever reason, it's it's any it just case gets of
0: planted in your head. Some
1: is exactly. It's it's kind of like mass yeah. hysteria. That's where, what I said. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it really probably was. Yeah, and, and this mass hysteria had a political overlay to it as yeah. well. But there was a. It was essentially now all of a sudden. I, I think most of the ranchers believed. Okay, something's going on. The, right. the government's screwing with this. I don't know what they're doing or why they're doing, but this is this is not normal. If they really right. thought about it, they, yeah, the, two years ago, three years ago, ten years ago, y- you found cows with de- yeah. decomposition as well, and, okay. and, and these things as well. I, I,
0: I that's my suspicion. Yes. Too. Okay.
1: Here's a key thing too, by the way. Long, who is looking into these things? Fishing game, sheriffs, even like a local vet, like an animal vet. Right. None of those people are remotely expert at what happens to a cow after it dies. Yeah. They aren't. You think they are, but they're not. Yeah. Even let's take a vet, for instance. What they're working on living animals. Yeah. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, postmortems for animals are incredibly rare. Yeah. There has to be a reason for it. And even then that the death was usually would have usually been soon. You not, you know, before you found a cow three days after it died, you just you
0: got rid of it, the yeah. body.
1: Or you yeah. left it out there to be you continue to be scavenged, right. which you knew it had been scavenged.
0: Yeah. And but, like even now, all the the research into that kind of thing is done on humans, right? Because yeah. it's for it's for forensic and, and investigatory reasons, right? Yeah. To solve murders. It's yeah. not
1: they're not doing tox screens. They don't understand yeah. mineral imbalances. They're yeah. vets. Vets like doctors. Veterinarians are not scientists. I know I've said that before once or twice, but it's true. And, have, and people don't realize that. People yeah. don't think like that. Oh, these are experts. They're they really not.
0: Well, they're experts in their field. They are not. Which, it's like which isn't
1: in their field. But th- th- this is not the field. Yeah. Essentially, this is barely adjacent. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of like arson. Remember, we talked we talked about that a little bit in other cases in the, in the past where people think fire chiefs and firefighters are arson experts. They are. Fundamentally not. Yeah. And that's why we misunderstand what happens in in arson cases very frequently when, because usually the fire department is put in charge of those kinds of cases and they don't understand what's
0: going on. Yeah. So, quite often, firemen are the arsonists. Oh, wow. It's a thing. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like an episode. Look into like a weird world topic.
1: So, what is this prosaic answer? Well, let's look into them kind of one by one in terms of what these, the seemingly mysterious instances, what was really likely causing them. I mean, you might be asking this very prosaic answer, this animals did it. Is that possible? All of these uh, you know, could it really look like a mutilation? Uh, you know, could it really explain so many hundreds if not thousands of cases? And the answer is, of course it yeah, can yeah. quite easily. Yeah. And so let's take the missing body parts. This is a kind of the easiest thing. Okay. Their mouths, their lips, their eyes, the butthole, the exposed genitalia. What do these things I'll all have in common? They're the they're soft, soft parts. They're soft and squishy. They're the easy soft parts. Yeah. They're, they're exposed. They are the easiest... To scavenge. And, by the way, they are also the easiest points of entry. Yeah. And remember the, the, the supposedly cord-out anuses, things like that? Yeah. Blowflies do that. Uh, even vultures can do that. Yeah. Vultures will do that. Vultures, not uncommonly, get into the softer, other softer parts of the animal through the booty hole. Ooh. They stick their head right in there. Never kiss a vulture. <laughs> That's my <laughs> advice. So, all those things, the lips... The, the the eyes these are the easiest obvious parts when a person for instance first little scavengers are coming after your eyes and your nose because it's easy and your lips because so if someone has been scavenged a human remember we talked about going back not that long ago the bret hart yeah. uh, case in san jose when they probably found him crabs yeah. had done what that had come into the soft flesh on his face and his nose and his eyes and his lips. Yeah. That's what was happening to these cows. Yeah. Pure and simple. Parasites and scavengers, large and small, will go after these parts. A cow's hide is otherwise very, very tough and hard to get in through. So the flesh around the mouth can also, by the way contract after death due to decomposition and dehydration, so it made it look like it was more defleshed than maybe it really was. Right, given yeah. Given more of an appearance of more of removal of that part of the body than really had been done by scavenging. Yeah. And, but, and, and, and yes, think things like blow thighs, all kinds of insects, they start on that, and it, I mean, they're little, so... Yes, it looks sharp and precise. Yeah. In, in many instances, again, that butt looks cored out. It's yeah. not. It's not. What, what, the, what does the alien or government agency have? A butt corer? Yeah. To, I mean, no. that's exact. Blowflies, little flies, or little parasites, or little little insects are not going to leave uh, ragged, jagged cuts when they do their dirty work to these soft tissues. They're not. It's going to look very precise. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: And. There were also reports of missing or mutilate internal organs in some of these mutilation events as well. So insects like blowflies will enter through any aperture they can. They'll enter the eyes, the mouth, the booty hole, and they will go in and they will scavenge the inside of an animal. Vultures, again, can also do that as as well. Yeah. They will enter, especially a hard-heighted animal like a cow, is perfect. Or a horse in the case of snippy, that's what's going to happen. They're going to go through the soft parts. They're going to attack those soft parts first and you are going to have some internal damage as well, but it was through by smaller animals, small scavengers, and as small as insects through those soft, or through those natural apertures. Yeah. Uh, Vultures again, and and all of these animals just have terrible table manners. (laughs) They're going to do gross things.
0: We're going to have to put a Content warning on this. Because these it's grody? episodes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm talking about the booty hole being cored uh-huh. out by Vulture's beak. <laughs> so you ask also about the missing blood. Let's go on to that now. And the, are the lack of blood around the body.
0: I was just going to ask about that.
1: Well, when we realized the animals died natural deaths, you wouldn't have blood spilled out they weren't being attacked by Satanists or aliens. Right. They were dying of again a bowel obstruction. They keeled over and died. There would no be there would not be signs of struggle. There would not be footprints right. and things like that. The absence of blood in the body was either natural or it was misread. I'll tell you why. Okay. Blood around a the wound. Let's say a post mortem wound. Let's say the animal that went in through one of the genitalia. That yeah. blood tends to evaporate fairly quickly. Well and also And so you don't find like a bloody wound, I guess. But it's
0: not gonna be bleeding very much because the animal's already dead.
1: Exactly. Any living creature that no longer has a beating heart is not going to bleed. Right. So that animal died a natural death. Yeah. That blowfly started attacking the butthole and or the vulture or the coyote or the badger or whatever and a skunk. There are lots and lots and lots of scavengers out there, yeah. and they um, didn't cause any bleeding, any little bit of blood that w- would have been seen would have evaporated. Well, wouldn't course, most
0: of the blood in the body be pooling at the bottom of that, where it's
1: That's exactly what happened. Okay. So once the animal's dead, the the gravity takes over, and the blood starts to pool down at yeah. the bottom of the animal, where, where the part of the animal that is that's on the ground, that's inaccessible, that's not visible. What's that called? What's what called? The process?
0: No, the Pooling of the blood is that lividity? Or sure, yes, it is. Is, is mom, that what that is? I think so. Okay,
1: let's go with that. If we're <laughs> wrong, tell us. But I'm pretty sure that's yeah. true. So, or something like that. The point is, though, is that where it pools, where all the blood in that animal is now, is on. Was, remember, this is a cow. It's a huge animal. Yeah. You, the ranch hand who found it, are looking at the. the no, you don't see blood because any little bit of blood that from any kind of a, of a scavenger caused wound evaporated, and all the other blood in the animal went down to the bottom. So you think, oh my god. There's there's no no blood. It's been exsanguinated. So, and 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 then, by the way, the blood quickly breaks down, and not disappears, but it it becomes less blood-like. So, so it's on the part of the cow that you're not seeing and don't have access to, and you think, and you, the the finder, you're amazed by it.
0: It's also wouldn't it dry out? Like, wouldn't yeah,
1: it does. It evaporates. it, It it breaks down. Blood breaks down. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you don't believe me, go ahead and try this at home. So slice open the top of a dead animal at home and that has been okay, dead for okay. a few days and see if any blood. Oh, should I should we not? Encourage? You know what? Yes, I'm gonna we officially not. not encourage that. That's not a good idea. But how are the cows mutilated with such surgical precision? How is that possible? The cuts were so straight and fine and perfect. Were they? Were they really? Yeah. And always, or did that just become the expectation after the early reports that said, "Oh, surgical cuts," and so now any kind of a any kind of a cut or wound you saw in the cow, it looks surgical to you. If anything didn't look surgical, you ignored it. That's just right. natural human reaction. Yeah. That's a that's a framing effect. So I, I, my suspicion is a lot of these early reports, or at least the initial reports, took over and then caused later reports to re- to to report. That kind of are those witnesses to expect to see these surgical precise cuts yeah. and and report that, but also that reporting is based on not really understanding what scavengers' natural forces can do. So scavengers can cut in seemingly very precise ways. Coyotes, for instance, coyotes are well known scavengers. They bite and they pull flesh back to to dig into this below, when that flap goes back, the, the tears in it actually tend to look very precise. They tend to be very, very very straight, oddly enough. Not every time, yeah, but they are sometimes look very, very straight. And they, so it, it would look like a precise cut on the body. Again, it wasn't just, oh, the butthole was cored out surgically. It was, oh, I saw cuts on the body and they looked yeah. very straight and very precise. If you look close enough and you know what to look for, You'll right. know what they are, but again, veterinarians aren't experts in animal predation and, scava- and scavenging and knowing what, uh, what coyotes, coyote scavenging looks like. Yeah, and again, veterinarians only looked at some of these things. Just a ranch hand or a rancher, no idea. Yeah. So every time you think, "Oh, well, I'm a man of the land," and it, no, you don't, you've never looked at a, the yeah. body of an animal that's been scavenged by a coyote or a blowfly and studied it. Yeah. So knock it off. Yeah. Test actually showed. That coyote predation would indeed leave this exact mark. So some research at the time left it animals out and had coyotes scavenge it, and yeah. they looked and they and they found what they expected to find, which is these very precise looking cuts. In many instances, as because that's how they, they right. ripped and tore and to expose softer tissue below. Interesting. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't have thought that either. Honestly, I I, I, I wouldn't have thought that. No, I had no idea.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not an expert on these things. Yeah. I will listen to those who are, though. And here's another thing, too. By the way. Some of the ranchers that reported their cows being mutilated actually would admit, even at the time sometimes, that they had seen coyotes at the kill site scavenging on the animal when they found it. So they would chase away the coyotes and then look at the animal and say, oh, my God, it's been mutilated by aliens or black helicopters. Yeah. Even though they they literally saw Father the coyote. coyotes <laughs> scavenging on, their, on their, their dead cow.
0: Yeah. Well, the coyote got to it after.
1: I, I, they probably thought that, the helicopter in fairness to them. But yeah, of course. But good Lord, yeah. you could have put one and one together and came up with the two. Yeah. Not four and a half. <laughs> Another way for these precise tears and cuts to happen would be by things like post-mortem bloating or sometimes dehydration, as I mentioned a minute ago. Those also, they can cause like almost like explosions yeah. and, and cause, or, or cause the skin to expand Tremendously, shockingly, uh, like a balloon almost, yeah. and sometimes rip and tear when and when Ooh. they dehydrate, when it goes back to a normal size, those tears sometimes look like very precise cuts. Yeah. So the stretching and shrinking can cause these things as well. They don't, you don't need, need a scalpel or an alien technology is required for that to happen. Yeah, surely though the scavengers would have left signs, right? Coyotes, coyote track, skunk track, whatever disturbed ground. Well, not really. Things like birds and skunks and mice and insects, things like that, they're going to leave traces that you really can't see. Even the bigger animals, it's likely that either... Like, like that one ranch, they ignored those traces or they just trampled over them when they went, and right. went to look at the animal themselves. Yeah. So it's not th- that mysterious. And also, I think it also became kind of a thing, too. Oh, there was no sign of anything around it. Right. Well, you started, you didn't notice any signs of anything around it, even yeah. if you saw that coyote loping off as you came up to your creature.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the kind of ground, too. For instance, this is grassland for the yeah. most part. It's a lot of it's rocky. You're not gonna see anything in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're gonna, like a sandy kind of dirt. Yeah, you might see something, but in a lot of the ground that these things were, were found on, you're not gonna see any kind of tracks anyway. Yeah. By the way, another re- researcher who looked in this pointed out that during the winter time, there are virtually zero reported cattle mutilations. So either the government agents don't like the cold, as don't the aliens and satanic cults, mm-hmm. or there's maybe another reason for that, and that reason is pretty obvious snow. You're going to see the print of a coyote in snow in a way that you're probably not going to see it in the summer when there's not snow. Yeah. And the fact that there were no report of during winter tells you what almost certainly happened. That is you went out there, you found your dead cow, you saw the yeah. coyote prints clearly in the snow and you go, oh, okay it got chewed up by coyotes Yeah, done. After it died of natural causes. (laughs) So you didn't report it as any kind of a mutilation, or anything mysterious whatsoever. It just didn't get reported. So it's, again, so we've basically taken care of everything that was reported as happening to these cows is easily, pretty, again, easily explained by these natural causes. What was
0: the explanation for the odd toxicology report on that one?
1: (laughs) That was very, very few. And who knows? There's decomposition, there's decay, these yeah. animals end dead again, mostly for days, sometimes even probably possibly weeks.
0: Okay, so but so who knows? Whatever who knows? trained person mm-hmm. who looked into it, they had an explanation for it. I don't know.
1: I don't it's that specifically like oh, oh the okay. extra copper or whatever, yeah. or the lack of zinc, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Okay. The, it, it's it's so minor, do you really need to okay, okay. If your case for alien uh, infestation of yeah. cow relies on a couple of instances of seeming mineral imbalances. You don't have a good case. You should yeah. probably move on. Okay. So I don't know. There probably and there probably is some natural explanation in terms of yeah. decomposition. You know, or do, maybe
0: that cow was sick because they had some sort of mineral imbalance who knows? or some yeah. you know yeah. maybe there,
1: that's what killed them. My favorite instance of this entire case was in 1979, where the sheriff of Washington County, Arkansas, there had been a rash there in his area of these supposed cattle relations, and he said okay so he, he got a dead cow he put it out on the prairie somewhere or in in you know in in the rural area somewhere something like that and he set up shop for i think over two days and nights kept a constant vigil and even included by the way videotaping it and this little test this little experiment by a much smarter sheriff than the most of the sheriffs apparently yeah. in nebraska and south dakota showed Exactly what he expected to see, and exactly what everybody else had, the experts had said is a naturally scavenged and decomposed cow carcass wound up after a couple of days looking exactly like yeah. the mutilated cows. It had its genitalia gone, it had the, the mouth was torn away, the eyeballs were gone, the butthole had been cored yeah. out by blowflies and etc. They had it on video. <laughs> they watched it them happen themselves. In this case, I don't. There was no major work because they're nearby in a blind, so I don't know if there was any major things. But it's all just insects and things like that, yeah. and, and small rodents and animals had done everything that looked exactly like these reported cattle mutilations everywhere across the Western U.S. Yeah, the you know they saw maggots. You know, maggots are a big part of this. I don't know if I mentioned those. So, no, you didn't. Yeah. It's, I mean, what a great little experiment in proved yeah. the case. And it kind of shut things down in that area pretty quickly when he did that. That's good. And, oh, you know, and I, there is like the, there were some other chemical oddities too. And there's also things reported like mushy livers. Like, oh, the liver's all weird. What's going on? Something's abnormal is happening, happening here. And, again, it, that's just, I, I, that's normal decomposition. And, um, you know, there's, what's the alternative? Yeah. Again, the alien stun gun. Causes the mushy liver yeah. and, and extracts zinc, but puts in extra copper. It's just it's kind of nonsensical. Yeah. There's one last angle to the natural explanation, also, but it's a little bit awkward. I don't want to make any accusations. It's also very, very different, but it kind of speaks to motivation, which I you know is one of your concerns. It seems that many insurance policies that ranchers carried did not pay off on naturally dead cattle. So if you found that cow out there, have have you had for years and years and years, and it just died because it just died, that was one less cattle in your herd, you didn't get a penny for it. If all of a sudden everybody's saying, hey, cults or the government are killing my cow, my steer, you could collect. It's speculation. Yeah. This was, was, was never proven, but I don't think anybody really investigated it. Like, that, you know, the insurance companies, as far as I can tell, didn't sort of send investigators out there to look into insurance fraud, which is what it was. But there's almost certainly some element of insurance fraud. Suddenly, this new thing was happening. You had a way to say, oh, look, it didn't die naturally, so I give me my, the money for my dead cow.
0: And were insurance companies paying on, paying on those claims? I think claims? they were, yes. Because... I think in some really? cases, I think I, in some cases would, they were. You would think as soon as a, uh, an authority, as in the 1974, what was the first one, Nebraska, as soon as an authority yeah. declared this is natural, then you'd think every insurance company is going to say, nope, it's not I, a thing.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think in some cases, though, they got paid for Yeah. That because they could say it wasn't a natural death. Um, we don't know what it was, but it wasn't natural. And it was it was mutilated. There's the proof. The, the proof yeah. is this unexplainable mutilation. Because remember, it didn't matter. It quelled and quieted Nebraska and South Dakota, but it popped up the very next year yeah. in Colorado and later on in New Mexico and throughout. So it doesn't it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It popped up and they were and and, and it, okay, so now, you know, it's happening now again. And they're saying yeah. the same nonsensical things. In all my in reading about this, I have yet to see kind of a science-based natural explanation for what they think these catam mutilations were, if not. The predation scavenger explanation that I, I've just gone through. Not one, no one. They just when they say, "Oh, it's something not natural." It's just they make that assertion. Right. It's aliens. It's the government. They're testing bioweapons. No one ever says, "And, and here are the science-based reasons we believe that, and how, and how I explain my theory of whatever government agencies gone rogue yeah. of of why." Of how that can explain these supposed cattle mutilations, they, have, yeah. they don't even try. Yeah, they just make the conspiracy theory assertions and and you know right and and count the clicks on YouTube. Yeah, the one fair point I will I will give a little bit of is you know that you didn't have a lot of tracks. I mean, I, I we talked about oh the, the people the ranch hand that found it might have you know covered it up, but right. you think you would have seen more. Cowie tracks and things like that, and and that would have been reported more. So, this, so that that bothers me a little bit, not that much, yeah, but a little bit.
0: Doesn't uh, bother me at all.
1: No, I, it's just something. It's probably the best fact base thing they have. This, yeah. this, this these lack of obvious prints. If you're saying that scavengers attacked, because some of these scavengers like coyotes and were f- decent size, yeah. So I, I guess I'll, I'll leave that in the bucket of okay I guess but you know so now here's the little little tiny bucket of mystery <laughs> I, I and a, a, a mountain of of uh truth yeah. that counters it. So oh also other people have asked why did these suddenly why was the suddenness of this why did it how did it spring up why did it suddenly seem like a thing like you you said you know didn't they have it last year it happened and and the cow was looked like the same thing right. lips gone uh, but gone. The answer is for sure yes, and the answer for that is what we talked about. It's mass hysteria. Yeah. So the you know you all of a sudden had these media and elite cues saying this is mysterious because you really did. You had newspapers that that really did feed the, the nonsense, yeah. and even uh, uh, sheriffs d- did it too. So you did have these authority figures, these elite yeah. figures, uh, feeding this kind of worry, and so you uh, you suddenly saw things that you didn't see before. The classic case of this was in Seattle in 1954 was the famous chipped windshields incident. Have you heard of that? Yes. This was in, uh, in Seattle and, and the surrounding area where all of a sudden people started saying, oh my God, my windshield has all kinds of little chips in it. Breaks in it mm-hmm. that wasn't there before, and everybody would go. At, you know, people on the next block will go out to their car, oh, and the next day, and for over uh, of several weeks, you had I think like three thousand cases of people reporting to the police. Yeah, somebody vandalized my windshield. Yeah, right. As with the cat mutilations case, there were even at the time there was all these exotic causes were put forward in Seattle in 1954. They thought, okay, hey, we just built that million watt radio transmitter out on the hills above town. Could that be causing some kind of radio waves or causing these, <laughs> these new chips that never happened before? Or maybe it was um, cosmic rays and something was going on with the Van Allen belt and they were pitting our windshields. Or some thought they saw little bubbles form right before their eyes on the windshield. And I and thought, hey, Maybe that's sand fleas, because I've seen that in sand. So sand fleas have gotten in these windshields, because windshields are glass, and that glass in there is sound. So maybe there's eggs or something like that in there, and they're causing this pitting. I mean, really weird stuff. Yeah, Thousands of cases were reported. There were calls for the state and even the federal government to investigate and come help. It sounds familiar, (laughs) doesn't it? Then apparently someone at the Seattle Police Department Crime Lab cracked it, cracked it wide open. There was no epidemic whatsoever. The pits had always been there, it was just for for the first time, people sort of looking. looking at yeah. the windshield, not through, through the windshield. Go out right now, yeah. look minutely, and and really inspect your windshield. You will find pits and cracks in it. I'm I, unless it's brand new, right. for sure. Everybody else will too. For whatever reason, this case of mass... This is considered a classic case of mass hysteria. Somebody reported, oh, my pitted, is vandals or whatever. And then so, thousands of people glommed on yeah. to that bandwagon. And and after they investigate, the Seattle PD released an official statement and saying that 3,000 or so incidents were, quote, 5% hoodlamism and 95% public hysteria, end quote. So they did they think there may have been... so, But those people were probably... Uh, you know, messing with your windshield right. because of this, of this hysteria going on. Yeah. But by April 17th, just a few weeks later, the reports ceased entirely. And again, it's widely seen as this classic example of mass delusion. Yeah. So I would argue that, yeah, that something like that happened in Nebraska and Kansas. And then it's it would, it would flare up. And falter and flare up and falter throughout the rest of the decade and yeah. even and to now. I do want to talk a little bit before we go about the politics of it. And there was there was a lot of politics going on in New Mexico. You, you, you ask, well, why are some of these officials like sheriffs people like that just kind of you know saying, oh, there's something going on here? And the, and the answer is political. Ranchers are a very powerful right. political block. And so, like the 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 Gay Valdez investigation in, in New Mexico, the people he had working with him was a guy from Fish and Game. And um, a local cattle inspector. I mean, those people are yeah. part of that. That that they don't want to go say, "Hey, you're uh, guess what? You're full of shit. Right. There's nothing to see here." Yeah. So there was always politics involved, and that's still going on now. Like for instance, that New Mexico case. That I'm sorry, the New Mexico investigation by the state patrol. They said things like they they are the ones who who uh, claimed of these these mineral. So I you know that right. may not really even be true, but they also said that. They examined these cases over a few months. They thought the surgical, surgical cuts were being, quote, more professional, end quote, over time. Oh, so okay. think about that. First of all, we now know they're not surgical yeah. whatsoever. But what, aliens are government agents? Yeah. Are, now, are, are over a few months getting better.
0: And why? At that. Yeah.
1: And, and why are, are they getting the knack? Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Especially if it's aliens, really. Yeah. They started with, with low tech and got high tech. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense. So I, I think a lot of those assertions. Yeah. Some are practice doing it. Yeah, I, I guess, but a lot of these ludicrous insertions just just ruin their their cause that yeah. they're making. I'll, I'll give an example. So, uh, Rommel, I think what was it, Kenneth Rommel, the FBI invest, the ex FBI investigator right. that looked at New Mexico. He went out to check one of the the most recent mutilation report. He went out to meet the rancher, went out to where the cow was again. Given the lie of what that Valdez said, he didn't go out there in person. He apparently did. Yeah, and what he found. When he went out there, it was a dead cow by a stream with maggots blanketing an eye and the stench of decay everywhere. Yeah. So he, he wrote in his report later, quote, after examining the carcass and, noth- noth- and noting the jagged and torn appearance of the injuries, I asked the owner whether he really thought the damaged areas could be described by the term surgical precision. He replied that the damage did appear, quote, a bit rough, end quote. I then asked where he obtained the term surgical precision. And he said it was commonly used in the newspapers. Yeah. So that's what's going on here. A lot of this is just it's the frame. Yeah. Like I say, so, so the surgical precision, the lack of tracks, I think a lot of those are just uh, you know, that that's what not really accurate. They're not accurate. Yeah, you're right. And now it's all happening again. It's happening in Texas uh, the same, it's, it's really amazing deja vu. Cause the same, yeah. it's the same kinds of injuries, quote unquote, uh, that were solved, asked and answered 50 years ago. Yeah. And the reporting is just atrocious. I think I, I mentioned this last time I have yet to see an article or uh, any kind of media report that says, Oh, this all happened in the seventies and it was figured out immediately. Really? Not one, not once. It's it's embarrassing.
0: Wow. The way it, and
1: this is not just you know Fox News. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh,
1: everything that I've read from any any agency or you know local TV stations, newspapers, whatever, It's t- atrocious.
0: What's that good Texas Texas uh, Monthly? Yeah.
1: I don't think they they probably. Have, I'm I'm sure they would. Yeah. When they, but they're when they get around to it. Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. covered mainly by daily and local news yeah. and things like that. So and and also the grievance part of it, it's absolutely true. It's more true now.
0: Well, I was going to say that uh, part of it is going to be.
1: Because I didn't know Even this. Even crazier. Not a big fan, but Tucker Carlson, Yeah. before, back when he was a thing, when he was still on Fox News, he had a Fox News special in 2017. It was something called a Tucker Carlson original. I guess he did, like, documentaries. Oh, no. I guess. I had no idea. And during this apparent, I, I would call it mockumentary, he claimed there were, quote, tens of thousands of animals mutilated in recent years. And he threw out the the same kitchen sink of causes: satanic cults, aliens, and big bad government. In, really? in 2017, he was wow. saying this, and obviously he's doing this for a political purpose entirely. Yeah, he's just trying to maximize the audience. Notice he didn't take a stand. Yeah, he threw it out because he doesn't. He doesn't. He wants. To, he's looking for audience maximization. He's yes. not looking for any kind of truth. Obviously, he never is. But uh, he just wants to say, look, something bad's going on. I'm going to make you. I'm going to stoke fear and loathing. Yeah, and I'm going to direct your anger. anger at any target I see fit, and usually that's the government or Democrats. Yeah. So, when well, good,
0: it you know that was when Trump was in office, mm-hmm. so it wasn't he was gonna blame Trump, they'll figure it out. Yeah. they'll go, yes, they don't yeah. like government, period. So, yeah. when
1: Fox News recently covered the Madison County, Texas, is a couple of months ago, alleged mutilations, they used the term murdered. <laughs> explaining the dead cows. <laughs> Not These are dead cows. These are yeah. murdered cows. Wow. So it, it's, it's all going on again. That's comical. It is. It's embarrassing. There was a, there was a big case in Oregon, in uh, Eastern Oregon in, in 2019, a bunch of bulls. And if you don't know anything about Eastern Oregon, it is a hotbed of ultra-right-wing yeah. politics there. And so, again, they used it to attack the government. Yeah. You know, in Portland, whatever, they were coming over and killing our bulls. So these things flare up. They don't usually get a lot of attention. They've got a little more attention lately. We'll see. Nothing like the attention that was given them in the nineteen seventies when it was kind of newer. But they they have kind of yeah. they 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 kind of wax and wane.
0: I mean, is anybody keeping track of Hunter Biden's travel patterns?
1: Ooh, good quote. He might be doing this. I mean, or his satanic cult members. Yeah, probably that's possible. So these reports are just more of the same. It's your click hungry media reporting these stories very poorly, just like they did in the in the nineteen seventies. One last anecdote in New Mexico in 1979 indicates, it, it, this story illustrates the the want-to-believe factor of it. And so this, um, yeah, a, a paranormal researcher came out to this this rancher and looked at the cow that this rancher said had been mutilated. And, and then, remember, there's a paranormal researcher who yeah. wrote this. And he took a look at the dead cow and he told the rancher, quote, you know, the lower part of the job was pulled off. Like by a large coyote or something. The rancher completely unfazed and said, you know, nope. It was mutilated by the government agencies or, or you know, spacemen or something yeah. like that. I'll end with a story uh, from a paranormal researcher named Chuck Zukowski. Remember, a paranormal researcher who thinks that there is something to right. this alien answer for academy mutilations, he very recent, just a couple months ago, went out to uh, uh, the, the ranch of a person reporting academy mutilation and he noticed he said he looked at the cow and said, quote, you know, the lower part of the job was pulled off like by a large coyote or something, end quote. And the rancher said, Yeah, I don't care. It's yeah. for sure aliens, government, whatever. He was completely unfaced and still believed there's something mysterious going on there. Even though Chuck Zukowski said, No, this is nonsense. And he yeah. says these things, you know, people get it into their head and they believe what they want to believe. He said it's like this person was hoping. It was mutilation. He wanted it to be mutilation. So there's a a large element of the I want to believe thing. Yeah, I'll end with this now. You probably are wondering what happened. Did anything else happen with that 1897 alien cattle roping incident back then with Betsy when they captured Betsy and threw her down dead on the neighbor's ranch? Yeah. Well, that case actually was solved, at least maybe solved, 80 years later just about in 1976 a really old woman in kansas she admitted that she she lived in texas as a child yeah and she knew the hamiltons and she was there i I don't know where she was but she herself personally firsthand heard alexander hamilton the guy who he was the originator of the story yeah bragged to his wife that he made the whole thing up when the story broke in the local newspapers And so she said, hey, Alexander Hamilton and all of his friends who signed that affidavit were part of what was called a liar's club. This was a thing in the late 19th century, even in the early 20th century, there's things called liar's clubs. And they basically swapped nonsense stories. They tried to one-up each other on ridiculous, absurd stories that completely fabricated. And Alexander Hamilton was one of the best liars in the liar club. So notice, remember that affidavit said he has never been known. He's such a truth teller. Right. It was the exact opposite of the truth. Yeah. He belonged to a liars' club and told told lies to pass the time and have fun. And
0: they all knew it and were snickering about of it. Course they, they thought they, did. they were so clever.
1: The the um, witness said the club soon broke up after the airship and cow story. I guess that one had topped them all. <laughs> End quote. So who knows? I mean, I want to be fair. When I hear stories, when someone says, "Here's what happened." And it's a long years later. You should take that with a grain of yes. salt. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying this is for sure, but it's it 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 does make a lot yeah. of sense. So yeah, so just we'll like now, for
0: her, whoever th- that old lady was.
1: I mean, the unusual cells: aliens, satanists, secret government conspiracies, chupacabras, whatever. I mean, that's going to sell better than blowflies uh, you, and maggots. You every bought time.
0: chupacabras hook line and sinker.
1: I did. I still maybe do. Uh-huh. So. I mean, cattle die all the time. Get over it. They weren't mutilated. Well, I'm sorry. You
0: don't have to get over it, but
1: you p- you kind of do. You don't have to make you, it into something else. You, you probably yeah. should. Oh. Yeah. So this is one of those classic ones where there was, there really was never a mystery in the first place, but it has been made into an enduring mystery. And again, yeah. it's it's happening right now. You you can see it. It's I, we did kind of sort of rip this from today's headlines and we're happy to bring it to you
0: yeah loki's saying thanks for listening yes that's dog <laughs> that's dog for thanks for listening okay so well that's catamutilations.
1: Awesome. so that's mutilations, carrie again my official answer is jupacabras your official answer is
0: natural causes nah, damn it we disagree
1: all right yeah. good okay. to disagree see ya